Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, 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 welcome back to the channel and the podcast. Brand new week, but we still got these four game slates, but likely not for long. Now, I think the second series starts immediately, which is new because of the bubble, but I don't think we'll have four game slates anymore because, you know, some teams got swept yesterday. There's teams on the brink of being swept today, but maybe we'll see if they start actually right away immediately, literally like the next day, these series, if indeed we'll have them. But welcome back. Brand new week. Best day of the week is Monday, and we still have these huge prize pools. Not only now do we have a nice new golf tournament this week, the BMW Championship, but we have today's four game slate, and we're going to break right down into it. We're not going to chit chat. We're going to go right into it. So if you're brand new here, welcome. My name is Sound Vetri. I cover fantasy sports in a variety of different sports, and less than two weeks from now, I will start to cover NFL DFS. That season will be here. I've got a bunch of season-long content, golf videos, as well as the NBA that we've been doing every single day. The NBA is going to start to windle down a little bit, you know, because as the playoffs approach in the next two weeks, there's only going to be like showdown slates two weeks from now or so. But we're going to be covering all these slates while we have these nice four games. We're going to start with the injury and status dashboard, take a peek at the target offense sheet, what the Vegas odds, the pace metrics in these games are going to be looking like, and then get into some early interest. I got about 20. My projections, all that, minutes projections, super draft and DraftKings projections, all that stuff is already done this morning as I record this at 6 a.m. East Coast time. It's on Patreon. If you are a Patreon, there's about 330 of you now. Thank you to all the people who signed up over the weekend, about 15 people. I appreciate you all so much. Appreciate all of the current and existing patrons before that point as well. And if you want to sign up, you want to join the community, get access to all of my tools for multiple different sports, golf, NBA, and soon to be NFL as well. And the XFL when that comes around next year, but that's a little while from now, but I cannot wait giddy about that. But let's start it off with the injury and status dashboard. That is brought to you, as you can see on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube by Superdraft. If you go and you sign up with the promo code Sal. That is S-A-L, my name, pretty simple. You get a 50% deposit match up to $1,000. Somebody reached out yesterday, said there's some sort of drip on it. I'll have to find the, the clarity on that if you have to play a certain amount of your actual amount before you actually get your 50% deposit match. If you're depositing $20, you will be getting $10 back is what that pretty much means. If you want to go and be a heavy hitter and deposit $100, you'll get $50 back. Now, I do have super draft projections over on Patreon as well, and just sort of a sneak peek at this. If I filter this as of right now, which things are subject to change, there are two players who are pretty much grading out for similar, similar amount of points, but Malcolm Brock is right now my number one play on Superdraft. He has a 1.55x multiplier. That should never be the case. They're in the brink of elimination today. He played 40 plus minutes in the last game. I have him projected for 39 minutes today, and that might be low. I can go out there and gun it for 42 minutes. And he obviously went off uh, 60 plus DraftKings points. There's no way he should have this big of a Superdraft multiplier. I have him for 64.64 fantasy points. That is just absolutely ridiculous. So go ahead and get yourself some Malcolm Brogdon over on Superdraft. Promo code SAL, S-A-L, will have you starting off with my number one projected play today. And then you can play anybody you want. It's just all about multipliers, ownership to an extent, right? Obviously, if in these tournaments, you're always going to need ownership, but there's no salaries. You just multiply your points. So Brogdon having a 1.55x multiplier means that he gets 55% more points compared to Giannis, who only has a 1x multiplier, who gets no bonus points because he's Giannis and he's going to be scoring normally a lot of points. So go in, check it out. Promo code SAL. There's links in the description as well. If you don't want to go over to the site or you don't know the exact IO, it's superdraft.io, promo code SAL. So injury and status dashboard, Aaron Gordon, who has not yet played in the series. I'm not projecting him in today. He has a hamstring injury, James Ennis, uh, Gary Clark, Terrence Ross to an extent, Ken Birch, you can keep going, Wes Awandu will get more rotational run. Uh, you had James Ennis get thrown out of the last game, so if you're looking at the minutes and you see, oh, he only played nine minutes, no, he's probably going to play 25 plus minutes in that game, but he ends up getting thrown out. He got th- thrown out midway through the second when he was starting his second rotation. You could say the exact same thing for Marvin Williams on the opposite side of that game. Marvin Williams gets thrown out or he only plays six minutes, and you're saying, ah, oh, they didn't play Marvin Williams. No, he probably would have played somewhere in the, the mid to upper teens, if not 20 minutes. Michael Carter Williams is, is already ruled out, I believe. He might be down. I just put him as out. He's been out this entire series. There's no indication that he's going to come back. Same players will benefit Ross, Augustine to an extent, James Ennis. Rondo has been listed as doubtful after being active for the last game. So all the guards, all the wings, right? Guys that you probably don't want to be playing and J.R. Smith to an extent, KCP and Green, you might want to get in as just 
you know, shaky value that can get there once in a while. You saw Danny Green play 30 plus minutes in the last game for the Lakers. And then Alex Caruso as well. We'll see additional run because of still no Rondo. For Miami, we have the same two players at least to start, Jay Crowder and Derek Jones Jr., who have been questionable for the past two games and have both played and played pretty normal run. Jay Crowder played about 28 minutes in the last game, questionable with an ankle. Derek Jones Jr. played normal run. He is questionable with an ankle. He was active in the last game. And Andre Godawa is now in the injury report, $3,500 for Miami. He's questionable with a hit. Now, all these guys, if one of them is out, the other two guys who are on the injury report will benefit. If two of them are out, that third guy, if let's just say Andre Godawa and Jay Crowder out, Derek Jones Jr. will benefit in a pretty major way. Other guys that will benefit will mainly be Kelly Olenek from the bigs. And then getting into Houston, still no timetable on a Russell Westbrook return. So I assume that means he's out today. James Harden, Eric Gordon, who's been above a fantasy point per minute guy since there's been no Russell Westbrook or Capella on the court this season. And now you have Austin Rivers gets a bump, Daniel House, and you can keep going down the list. McLemore to an extent, but you're probably not going to get the minutes out of him. So that's the injury and status dashboard. Uh, Honestly, there are some things to watch. We'll see now since they're on the brink of elimination. If Orlando will push it, if Aaron Gordon will push it, but hamstrings are something that can easily be tweaked. And then Miami, I don't expect these guys to sit just because they played their normal run in the last game. I think they're just putting them on the injury report. They continue to play. They are up 3-0 though. So if they wanted to kind of take a built-in rest day with any of them, I wouldn't be shocked to see a Derek Jones Jr. not play his 12 minutes today. I don't think it would be that impactful either for their team in general. So let's get into the target offense sheet now. So looking at the target offense sheet, the highest total, as it pretty much has been every game on these types of slates because the same teams are playing on the same day since they're playing every other day right now they're not traveling they don't have any off days or anything like that we're still in the first round so milwaukee is 13 and a half point favorites they're ideally trying to close it out. They are 119 and a half overall team total. Looks like they're going to be scoring a lot of points. And it actually comes into question, what will the minutes look like? In the last game, you saw a lot of the starters minutes potential pipe down. Giannis gets 31. So that's good to see. That's all you need really out of Giannis for him to pop off since he's averaging 1.96 fantasy points per minute on DraftKings, at least in the bubble. You only had Middleton play 31. You only had Bledsoe play 26. You only had a guy like Brooke Lopez approach 30. And these are things that you see Bledsoe playing 28 plus. You see Middleton playing 33 plus. You see Lopez usually playing 32 or 33. So yes, the blowouts have been getting to them a little bit. Now, normally they're already there for you, whether it's blood. So in the last game, Middleton kind of hitting value exactly. Giannis continues to pop off. So although the blowout run is concerning, especially if this is the last game of the series and Orlando just sees that they're down like 12 going into the fourth and they just don't have any motivation at that point, you might just see six minutes get chopped off of some of these guys. So there is some concern there when it comes to large field GPPs. Giannis still grades out right now if I'm talking about DraftKings as least. And he did in the last game as well, two days ago when he's on the slate as my number one play in the day because he's only $11,000, 11100 and he's projecting out for 64.15 fantasy points. I expect him to come in with like 30, 35% ownership, probably somewhere around there. So he is somebody that I'm going to be playing. If the minutes do get to him and he only plays 28 minutes, he can still get you there at this price point. It would really have to be a massive blowout. Like I'm talking 30 point blowout entering the fourth where Giannis just doesn't step on the court and you only got 25 minutes out of him. And even in 25 minutes of two fantasy points per minute, he might not completely destroy your lineups, but you're probably not winning a tournament at that point. The rest of the starters just look okay for Milwaukee from me if I'm just looking at what I have as my projections. Again, you can get them down below on Patreon if you want to support me that way. Maybe you bank a huge tournament, you win $10,000 today, you want to come back and support via Patreon. I greatly appreciate that. But it's also not just a charity donation place. I put a lot of hard work and effort into the tools over there and also the extra content. So be sure to check that out. Brooke Lopez would probably be my second favorite guy from Milwaukee right now. I ended up giving Brooke Lopez 31 minutes, even though if this game stays close, he could play 33 minutes, 34 minutes, $5,200, just a fair price point for him. After that, guys like Bledsoe, Middleton are interesting to me. I think Bledsoe 
bled zone more so than Middleton yet again, like the last game, just because Middleton's price point a little bit restrictive, uh, but they'll be the guys that I'm mainly targeting from this team. Not much after that when it comes to the shakier value type options. Just looking at some other high totals, you have the Lakers at seven and a half point favorites over Portland. They look to try and take a 3-1 series lead tonight. If I'm looking at it from the Lakers side, I mean, it's the same as it has been. It's LeBron and AD, and I like them both a lot, and I have them both projected for 38 minutes when we know that they could play more. AD just played 40 in the last game. There's nothing that's stopping AD. In game one, I don't know why he was, he was just missing shots for the most part. The whole team was. Since then, he's actually knocking down shots, knocking down mid-range elbow jumpers in the last game. Uh, two games ago when he went off for the first time in three quarters and they blow them out. He doesn't really step on the court in the fourth. He was knocking down three-point shots. And if that's happening, there's just really no stopping Anthony Davis at that point. So I do like what I'm seeing out of Anthony Davis. I'm not sure why I'm expected to think anything else is going to change. I have Anthony Davis right now as a pretty strong play. I have LeBron projected for three more fantasy points, just way more assist upside, especially if Anthony Davis is knocking down shots. But I like them both a lot. The last game, I got a little bit more LeBron than Anthony Davis. It wasn't anything major, um, but they both ended up getting you there. They were both like top five scorers on the slate. If I look at it this game, LeBron is going to rank out for me as my overall sixth play on the slate, when Anthony Davis is going to rank out for me as my overall 11th play. So they're both top 11, pretty much top 10 plays for me today. So I expect to have a lot of them. But then after that, there's really no Lakers that I'm, I'm really trying to look at or keen to getting to. Danny Green grades out as my 22nd overall play on the slate, but that's mainly because of his price point, $3,900. Uh, he's only projected for 20 fantasy points, pretty much on the nose for me. So that's not that great as I go down a little bit more JaVel McGee like you're getting into a range of like these guys are like my 40th overall play so after that like you're getting some value out of Danny Green you can take shots if it's tonight's the dank that Alex Caruso's 25 minutes gets him 20 real life points right but for the most part it's the two studs maybe a little bit of Danny Green not much standing out although on the opposite side of this one Portland's been playing huge minutes I mean they just played 42 plus minutes for McCollum and for Lillard they had Carmelo Anthony hit 40 minutes in the last game and he gets there with value and you have Nurchich playing 35 minutes with his price point coming down slightly to 8600 when it was at the 9k range so I think Portland actually finally has some potential value if they're going to continue in a very pivotal game I mean you go down 3-1 you're pretty much done right Uh, I think they're going to continue to throw out huge minutes so this is the first time in a while that I think Damian Lillard actually has a little bit more juice in his overall projection than usual I don't know how much I actually get to it but instead of him being like my 40th overall play like normal he's my 27th overall play today so I actually think for the guy who's likely to be the least owned guy above that Anthony Davis price range above the 10k range of all the five studs on the slate today this could finally be the day if they're going to give him 42 minutes instead of 37 or 38 those extra four or five minutes and the price point doesn't really change any major way that I could actually benefit Damian Lillard at a lower ownership so I'm going to be looking at that seeing how I can get above the field on him and then probably my favorite play though from this team if I'm just looking at Portland from a value standpoint is going to be Hassan Whiteside I mean he continues to play big minutes he started the last game big minutes for his cases instead of playing 14 or 15 he's playing 25 minutes a game at that mark he grades out as my 14th overall play in the day for 25 fantasy points as of right now going down a little bit more mellow yet again I didn't give him the 40 minutes he got last time but I did give Melo 37 minutes right now and if you give him the 40 minutes that he got last time and you expect him to play that much he looks even better so right now Melo grades out as a top 25 play for me at just 37 minutes if I gave him 38 minutes he'd be pushing a top 20 play so there is a little bit more value now from Portland and there's at least a little bit more value even in the guys who don't grade out as well to have a bigger ceiling because of the fact that Lillard is now in this pivotal game likely just not going to leave the court outside of maybe three minutes per half I'm excited to see what happens in the OKC and Houston series OKC had a very nice comeback in the last game it was crazy I was watching at a brewery downtown where I live and it was, it was, it was so fun and then you see Harden foul out in the overtime and it kind of sucked and they ended up winning by 12 but nice fun ending there three and a half point favorites for Houston here as they try and take a 3-1 lead in this one now not able to sweep but Miami is able to sweep today as six point favorites I think they get it done against Indy Brogdon did everything he possibly could in that last game and it still just didn't matter so um, let's get into my early interest now and as we get into the early interest I will call out that as always I think there's a couple more names in this so we can scroll when we get to them there's about 20 names in it but as always uh, I will call out that this is sponsored by Monkey Knife Fight. If you use the promo code SALNFL, all one word, S-A-L, my name, 
NFL. Sal NFL gets you five free dollars to play on Monkey Night Fight. It's a five dollar credit. What it is pretty much over there is a prop betting site. So they'll ask you today, like fantasy points wise, do you think Harden goes over 64 fantasy points? I haven't looked at the exact line today, so use the over under on my projections. If that was the case, I currently have Harden projected for 63.15 fantasy points. I actually have Giannis projected at a cheaper price point for one more fantasy point. And it's why Giannis is as of right now my number one play. So you could use those things if you are a patron to go over there and get that free credit. But then the interesting part of this becomes if you deposit the minimum of $10, they'll give you an extra ticket to a contest. So you can play another contest. And if you win, you get to keep that money. You could withdraw it. You could use it uh, into other contests. And you'll get my Supreme Draft Guide. Fantasy football is about two and a half, 17 days. Every single day that I say it, it's crazy. 17 days away from the season starting. So I assume every single day people watching this are going to have a draft that night. Supreme Draft Guide, 150 player profiles, my top 150s, a bunch of rankings going all the way down to my top 100 wide receivers, top like 70 running backs, right? Top 40 quarterbacks, all this stuff. My top rankings and tiers to help you right now with your leagues. Be sure to sign up using the promo code SALNFL and you will be given the Supreme Draft Guide once you spend $2 of non-promotional balance over there. There's a link in the description that will also help you if you have any further questions on there, they should be answered. So getting into this right now, Houston from Houston, I'm going to like Harden the most. I think a lot of the other Rockets are just appropriately priced. Like Eric Gordon, he plays 35 minutes in the last game in regulation. Be sure to check that because the game did go to overtime. But we said it on this channel, this might be the day that Eric Gordon goes. He's having his minutes slightly increased. He goes for 35 and a half minutes in that last game in regulation. So I think like Eric Gordon is fine. Robert Covington gets into early foul trouble. He has not been doing much in this series right now. He's struggling down low against Adams. If honestly, right now, he's just not winning a rebounding battle and Adams is staying on the court because of that. And that's kind of what you would expect coming into this series. PJ Tucker's never exciting to play. Uh, Austin Rivers is not getting huge minutes at this point, even when he does have nice first halves, they don't extend his run. So it's like Daniel Hassel right now, Eric Gordon, I think they're all appropriately priced. I'll have them in player pools, uh, but Harden is the one that I would be getting to the most at this point. Malcolm Brogdon, when you factor in price point, might actually end up being my favorite play in the slate. He was two days ago when he was on the slate. He ends up going for 60 plus points. He's by far my favorite play, or not maybe by far, but he is my favorite play. One of my favorite top two plays on Superdraft at the 1.55x multiplier. LeBron James and Anthony Davis from the Lakers. Again, they're the two main ones. Danny Green to an extent, like we talked about. I slightly like LeBron like I did last time as well. He outscored AD barely. The price point is pretty much getting to be identical at this point. So I'll take LeBron, but both of them are going to finish as top 11 plays for me today. Jimmy Butler, once again, is a top five play as he was two days ago for me. I haven't projected for 37 minutes at this point. He's averaging over 1.3 fantasy points per minute in the bubble. Just keep an eye on the rest of the injuries here. But Jay Crowder, if I give him, look, the minutes are a little bit concerning. He plays 28 in the last one. The game before that, or, or the first game of the series, he gets hurt. So it's hard to judge. Comes back. He plays pretty much 30 minutes. And the next game, he only plays like 22 and a half to 23 minutes. So it's like, what's going on with this guy's minutes? And he plays 28. I have him at 28 minutes today. If I give him 26, he's not all that appealing. But at $4,200, the price really isn't changing much on him. He's at least going to offer you some value. And the only 3K option that looks appealing to me as of right now, unless we get some injury news, is Andre Gadawa. But he only grades out for like 18 and a half to 19 fantasy points for me. So it's nothing crazy, but he is closing these games. So you can kind of rely on those extra four minutes of play, getting him to like 25, 26 minutes a game. Orange Dragic is currently the number two player in the bubble behind Jimmy Butler and fantasy point per minute production over a 1.2 fantasy point per minute producer. I don't even have him at, as that today. I have him at about a 1.1 guy, but he can easily, if you put him at like 1.15, he looks even better. 1.6 X multiplier in super draft is also appealing, but I like him a good amount on DraftKings where Goran Dragic is currently my overall eighth play on the day. I'll scroll down a little bit as we get into the Milwaukee Bucks players here and we get into Giannis. And I've already kind of said my piece on Giannis at this point. He's my number one overall value play in the day. He's my one, number one projected player on the day. And then the concern is that if they just blow them out as 13 and a 
half point favorites trying to get to a spot where they can close this thing out and Orlando just doesn't put up a fight like they kind of have been in some of these games at points to at least keep the Bucks honest and their starters on the court with like two minutes left in the game I've Giannis at 31 minutes if you put him for 28 minutes he still looks like a fine option he doesn't look like the best option on the slate you put him at 30 he still pretty much looks like the best option on the slate so with all that said I'll probably still get myself some Giannis Brooke Lopez would be my second favorite option and then Eric Bledsoe after that I think that obviously Giannis's minutes and everybody else's aren't just locked in stone here but he's the guy that if he just doesn't get those extra three minutes it almost doesn't matter as much because he can average 2.2 fantasy points per minute whereas guys like Brooke Lopez kind of need that 30 minutes of run if Brooke Lopez is only getting 26 minutes those extra four minutes are going to hurt him a lot more for him to hit value for you at 5200 getting into OKC now all their starters are interesting to me they're just all continuously underpriced at this point it's like the Raptors yesterday and every other game they just play huge minutes every night so they're never really appropriately priced or they just don't see price bump ups even though they continue to play huge minutes and produce well that's kind of OKC for me today I mean you're getting Chris Paul's price point not changing it's eight thousand dollars flat he's playing 35 minutes a night at 1.2 fantasy point per minute production you had SGA in the last game play 38 minutes in regulation then the game goes to overtime and he ends up playing like 43 and a half to 44 minutes I have SGA at 38 minutes again today and if that's the case and if he's going to close out this thing and play closer to 40 minutes like he did in the last game it's going to look very good his price point has not changed since he just dropped 50 points in the last game back-to-back fantasy days of about 45 fantasy points or more uh, Dennis Schroeder is the guy who has not popped off yet his shot is not falling he does not play great defense but he's still on the court I gave him 33 minutes at 6200 his price isn't changing and you can go up and down the list here Gallo at $6,400 let me see who my favorite guy right now at least if I'm going value wise is from this team it would be Gallo Gallo currently for me is my 10th overall play in the day it's more of a cash play but even at 6400 you're not getting 30 minutes out of Gallo like you did during the regular season when he would never get over 30 fantasy points you're getting closer to like 34 minutes out of him now in a good environment for his actual game and its suitability for him after that would be Chris Paul and SGA but all those guys grayed out as top 17 plays for me today Chris Paul SGA Dennis Schroeder's even in there as well so all these guys that I'm talking about I think Stephen Adams might be the only one who's outside my top 20 nope Stephen Adams would also be my 18th overall play so every single starter from this team is in my top 18 today so I'm going to have interest in all of them if you wanted to see just point per dollar wise you can get the projections and see exactly where I'm at on them also be updating some things as the day goes on and as always these are not my only interests I don't just play 20 guys every single day I'm going to be getting right now in my interest pool currently I have a grand total of 40 players in my interest pool so this is about half of them if you want to see all of them you can be sure to check out the patreon link down below and then lastly just getting to Orlando Fultz is continuing to grade out very well Augustine grades out very well as well so Fultz is grading out for about 26 fantasy points he was like 50% owned in my higher stakes $200 contest three max in the last one I expect a lot of ownership to come in yet again he kind of disappointed in that last game for sure so maybe it jumps off a little bit he's now the same price as Augustine who if Fultz is going to continue to start he at least has a higher minutes floor there for a guy who's going to play like 26 to 28 plus minutes whereas Augustine is really battling to get to 25 minutes I do think just Augustine's play is speaking for itself at this point they're both pretty productive players though Fultz over a fantasy point per minute in the bubble same exact things can be said now for Augustine as he approaches that number so I like both of them if it comes down to ownership yet again like if they're going to be a 30 percent difference in their ownership gap I'll go to Augustine but if today Augustine is like 30 percent owned and Fultz is going to be like 35 percent owned then I just get pieces of both of them Augustine I will point out has a 1.85x multiplier in super draft which is better than Fultz's one. 0.65x so I would actually go to Augustine over on Superdraft and then Fournier has been terrible I mean he's been like a 0.7 fantasy point per minute producer in this bubble it has not been good it seems like it's Milwaukee's job to just let Vooch do all that he wants let guys like Augustine get their shot but just not do not let Evan Fournier a guy who's normally a high usage rate player get his shot going all this is all predicated on the fact that I think Aaron Gordon and Michael Carter Williams will be out but Fournier at 5300 I think that if the ownership finally starts to come down on him he'll at least be a decent option he grades out as my 21st overall play today but I do like DJ Augustine and Markel Fultz better and then from Portland I already talked about Hassan Whiteside and having interest in Whiteside mellow to an extent and this is like the first day that I actually have a little bit more risen 
interest is the word maybe there for Damian Lillard. It's nothing set in stone. Like he still grades out as the worst of the five $10,000 plus options for me. But the fact that now they're in this situation where you have to just gun it today, you have to give all the minutes that you possibly can. It's a similar situation with Indy's doing. Indy's down 3-0. And when they were down 2-0 in that really big pivotal game to try and get to 2-1 to to make it a series, they start playing all their guys, TJ Warren, Malcolm Brogdon, 40 minutes a piece. You see Miles Turner, who normally plays like 33 minutes, playing 38 minutes. It's kind of give it all, give it your last shot at this point. I think you can see that as well in Orlando, even though their guys are already playing bigger minutes. But I do think that you kind of get that out of Portland. And if you're going to get 42 minutes today, I'm not projecting 42, but I am projecting 41 for Lillard and 40 right now for McCollum. And it does make Lillard for the first time in this series actually look like a pretty nice option, especially if he doesn't pick up ownership. So that's where I'm at right now. Thank you so much for tuning into this video. Please do second of your time, like button, big subscribe button pops up. I really do appreciate that. It is the totally free and easy way to support this channel. If you want to support me in other ways, Patreon is linked down below. You can get access to all my projections, rankings, player pools, super draft and DraftKings projections, value rankings, and the golf content on Patreon with the NFL coming soon. You can support a sponsor of today's show, SuperDraft, promo code SAL, get you 50% deposit match up to $1,000, or you can support Monkey Knife Fight and or I would say you can support both if you'd like, promo code SAL NFL, five free dollars, no strings attached. Once you deposit $10 though, and you actually spend some of that non-promotional balance, you'll be sent an extra ticket to play in a contest and my Supreme Draft Guide, which will help you dominate your 2020 fantasy football drafts, which I assume are coming pretty quickly. So thank you so much in advance, gang, and I will see you all in the next one.